When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a big day on the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? It's a new era. We are wearing jackets. That's right. Because it's important. Right? It's very weird. It's important. I didn't get... Yeah, I should have worn a jacket. No, you... You dressed up at Hallis Hall. What did you change? Just my shoes. Oh. He changed his shoes. Of changed his shoes. shoes. He was coming on the show, so. I mean, Hogue was dressed up. I had to dress up. Nick picked me up at the train. The Bears have a. I didn't get the memo. N- new CEO and president. Lawrence is Looking hobbling great. around. Somebody needs to come yeah. over here and. Uh, my back. Give him a. Not great. <laughs> uh, still in pain? Guys, it's weird. It's weird to see you at this hour. I'm confused oh, doing yeah. the show right now. Yeah, it's a later show. Thank you for everybody who's waited so patiently. We normally Ooh, we got we're a super chat already. We're at noon, but the press conference was at noon. We had big things we had to cover, questions that had to be asked and answered, um, and we have a one-on-one sit-down with Kevin Warren coming up here very uh, soon as well. Let's get the super chat, though, right off the bat here from Chris. I can't function at work without y'all's podcast. I was missing it today at 12. Ditto. Ditto. We missed you too, Chris. Thanks, Chris. We but appreciate it. But you're still it. here, and it's five, and I promise you the show is much better now than it would have been at noon um, as that press conference was happening. So let's jump right in, guys. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano with you. Um, what, what are your biggest takeaways? So I knew that I was going to be impressed, and I knew that they were making a good hire, and I knew it was a step or two or seven up the rung on the ladder from where they were at, with all due respect to where they were at. But I thought that Kevin Warren just absolutely crushed it, and it just feels like, oh, my God, this is – you finally have someone who's running your franchise who is going to – lift you to places that you just have not been to. That's what it feels like to me. I think it was just an absolutely glorious day for the Bears, Bears fans, the whole thing. I thought he, he couldn't have been more impressive, and he just seems solid. Like, it doesn't – it's not fluff. This is who this guy is, and you look at what he's done. I, it just felt like a great, great, great day for the Bears. Yeah, we knew he was going to be a good communicator. We had Adam Rittenberg on, you know, earlier last week, and he can communicate with high officials. But he articulated his thoughts in a well-thought-out way – and when he said that for him to move on from the Big Ten, he had to leave that role in a 
demonstratively better position than it was before he left there. That's why he took the position with the Bears. That's what he wants to do with this Bears organization. Like you were just saying, Mark, take them to another level. And when you hear him say these kind of things, he'd go into the Bears-Eagles game. Like, he wants to get a feel for this fan base, feel exactly what it's like. And you, I think as for the Bears fans that watched, you, you're kind of getting a sense of the guy that the Bears now have as a president CEO. So, like you, I was really impressed what he had to say and how he was able to articulate everything that he wanted to do here. He, uh, I see in the comments that everyone's talking about the whys, which did come up today, and, and, and that was a, a little moment for Matt Nagy and, and company. But, I mean, you, I, I, I asked him one of my questions was, you know, basically how did this come to be? Because there was a little bit of a narrative out there that he was tired of the college experience, that, that it had worn him down or whatever, and that he was, you know, I, I, that he basically was, you know, looking to get out. He didn't contact the Bears. He only told his wife and they came after him he was on the bears list he was on their search firms list and he was excited about the opportunity so it wasn't like he was racing out the door at the big 10 and he did leave the big 10 in a better place in a way better place as much as i by the way i hate usc and ucla being a part of the big 10 because that's ridiculous but that is college sports right now and he set him up with an incredible tv deal so I mean, the dude's good at his job, period, end of story. Yeah, no, and, and and I think that you at least saw a glimpse, you saw that energy today from Kevin Warren that everyone talks about. Like, if you talk to people mm-hmm. who work with them, who have, you know, whether that's directly or just on partnerships, you know, they talk about how he's, in fact, one Big Ten source of mine said, he's a lot. That's how it was phrased. And I think that that's a good thing on a more micro level when you're working with, like, one franchise. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I think where maybe that perhaps if there was any types of friction or questions about the fit with the Big Ten, I think that that comes in more of a perhaps could be more problematic when you're in, like, this very – regimented old school NCAA chancellors, presidents. Like think about all these people that you're dealing with on a Those daily basis idiots in the orange blazers and different colored blazers yeah. for all the bull committees. And they got their way of doing things. And this guy comes in with all these grand ideas and maybe, you know, they become intimidated by that. I don't know. But at the end of the day, $8 billion media rights deal with three of the four major networks. I love what he said about that today. Why can't we do that? And yeah. Why not? And did, did anybody have – was it ever even remotely rumored that USC and UCLA were leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten? And the, then it just came out. The day that it just happened. Yeah, the Big Ten just got US, USC and UCLA. I'm like, that can't be a real story. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that just happened. Yeah. And, oh – so you just got the two biggest properties out of the Pac-12 and you expanded the conference from coast to coast. I hate it, again, but like business-wise, that's like pure genius. And then, and then okay, now here comes the TV deal. Yeah. And that's what makes him so different. And that's exactly what I think the Bears really needed. Somebody that can go outside the box. And when you mentioned like USC, UCLA, like you, like you said, you didn't expect that to come out of nowhere, but it did. That's what Kevin Warren brings, some outside thinking that is much needed for this Bears organization to take that next step. Uh, uh, let me throw this one in there, too. He, you, you learn throughout life, and it took me a long time to get there, that 
if you are focused on lifting those up around you, it's going to lift you up too. And here is a guy who's the president and the CEO who's calling himself an intern his first day of his internship and that, quote-unquote, he's here to serve. That's a guy who gets literally every role in the organization. That's a guy who's not going to be so focused on, I'm this and that, I'm, you know, I'm the title. And I, it's refreshing, man. That, that is, that's the type of guy you want to be working for. That's the type of guy that can inspire within a building. Yep. Um, as long as he follows through with all that, right? Mm-hmm. You know. It yep. is, yeah. Sure. Lot, <laughs> winning the first press conference doesn't mean you you win the job. Um, I've covered a lot of these inside that <laughs> auditorium, yeah. right? But like, even um, how but, th- but this is different, and, and I fully I, I fully agree. Like it, it felt. It, it even felt different when George came back up to talk. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, George. Uh, what do you say to Bears fans about the, that still want you to play in Chicago? We'll be here for another 103 years, George. Come on, George. <laughs> Come on, man. You're either. I, I I say that I'm gonna miss Soldier Field too, and that you know this is a hard decision for us if this is how it ends up going. And I've loved being in Chicago, uh, but you know we're gonna build the best possible thing wherever we go, and and we get the people that don't want change because I have a hard time with it too. That would have been fine. We'll be here for no, no, George. You can't rewrite the geographical boundaries. That's Arlington Heights. It's well, they did it for O'Hare. Why can't they do it for Arlington Heights? Oh, just just add a little strip of land between O'Hare and Arlington Heights, right, right up the highway, and then connect it all. Figure it out. We love you, George. And then they're in Chicago. Problem right. solved. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I had a chance to sit down with Kevin Warren at House Hall with a big assist from these guys who were there too, um, especially Nick. Setting everything up, the yeah. real MVP I don't here. No, Carm sent a really good photo though. Carm, yeah. that's because photos. Nick told me go get your phone and take a photo. <laughs> um, yeah. It was all teamwork though. We consulted on questions and everything like that. Um, and anyway, here it is: a sit down with Kevin Warren today, and then uh, we'll come back and discuss some of what he had to say. All right, Kevin. Um, first of all, congratulations. Thank you on this opportunity with the Bears. I, I, I want to start with the stadium. Um, one of the cool things the Vikings did when you were there was give us media members tours of yep. the stadium yep. when we would come as visiting media. Yep. Lester Bagley gave yep. us uh, a tour oh, the yeah. year before it was finished, yeah, that's right. and then when it was finished. Yep. I, I really appreciate it. That was cool to see all the, because mm-hmm. I think we got to see the details that you've talked about yep. that you put so much work into. So when you look back on it, I guess, what were those details that you're most proud of of that stadium that might be on your wish list for yeah. what you might do at the Bears? I would probably say that we listen to all of our different constituents. We listen to our players. We listen to our fans. We listen to the media. You know, we listen to the alumni. And we were able to bring that all together. And I even think the alumni cabin that we developed, I mean, they loved it. They still love it. And our players, what was important to them. And uh, so to tie all that in and, and, and to tell that story. And it's just much more than a building. You know, it's not just a just a building. It's not just a stadium. So I think that's the thing I'm probably, you know, most proud of. You, you've been living here in Chicago yep. now for the last few years. Yep. Do you feel like you have a, a good sense right 100%, now? 100%. Because that, that, this journey with Bears fans and the city of Chicago started 30 years ago with Chris Zorch. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a nephew who's a lawyer in town. So we spent a lot of time here. Then playing here. You know, you come in and, and understand it. But living here and 
you know, living downtown and getting a sense for really what it stands for. Getting a chance to talk to Ryan Poles a few mm -hmm. minutes ago, yep. he seemed, one, genuinely grateful yep. that the team brought him into the discussions yep. towards the end, and also genuinely excited about how you guys already fit together. Do you I feel, feel that way? I feel the same. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's so talented. He's a talented executive, understands football, uh, leader, wants to win, no ego. He and I are cut from the same cloth. So I'm looking forward to working with him. How do you envision that ideal relationship working between you and the general manager? Almost like it works with a spouse. That, you know, if someone asks in our household, well, who has the final say between you and your wife? You know what? We, we, we sit down and hash stuff out. And it's our, when we sit down with the kids or make a decision, it's our decision. And I think that's really important. And this is a, this is a marriage. I mean, you know, this is, becomes a marriage. You have to work these things out and figure it out and understand you spend time with each other and do it the right way. But it starts with someone who has a good heart and who really is starting the day off saying my goal is to win championships. And once that happens, then you work through these issues. He actually, he actually said that because of your background in the Big Ten, you yep. might even have some insight oh, on some of these, these players. And also he, the mental health side of things, too, what you guys had accomplished on 100%. that. 100%. I've, wa I've, I've watched more football than most humans you know, over these last couple of years. You think about it. I mean, I've watched every Big Ten football game. But not only watch the games, but I know the backgrounds you know, from the athletic departments and with the different players, so 100%. One of the things I like what you said in your press conference was that you're going to sit down with every employee One, here absolutely. and ask them if they're a member of the McCaskey family, what yep. would they do? I kind of want to turn that question on you yeah. right now because um, you kind of get to be a part of the McCaskey family yeah, now yeah. in your role. So how, how would you answer that? I think the answer I would ask is that, uh, you know, it's okay to raise the expectations, you know, and put the pressure on us that, that you know, here's what we need. Um, that's what I would do if I was a member of the family. All the things are in place here. I mean, they really are. We've got a fantastic practice facility. We have resources. And, um, but I think that, as I said earlier, people need to get comfortable, one, being uncomfortable, and then talking about championships. Because when you talk about championships, then, then you have to be about it, and you have to put in the work. So instead of wanting a trophy, then you got to really want the training that comes along with the trophy. So that's the thing I would, I would say. You help put the practice facility together yep. in Minnesota. That's in place here. Does, do you feel like that gives you a head start already? 100%. This is a fabulous building. This is a great, 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 great building. I mean, a few little, you know, tweaks here, you know, every once in a while. But the, the, this building, to have this, this is a phenomenal practice facility. You also talked about how when you build a house, you start in a basement. Yep. In a lot of ways, that's what's happened here the past year on the football yep, side. That's why I'm here. With Ryan Poles and, yep. and Matt Eberflus. How do you feel about what's that basement looking like so that you can start building the first and second? It's floors? good because the thing that I judge is uh, going to that Eagles game late in the year is that just the, the energy of the players. And they played hard, they ran to the ball, I mean, just the energy. Um, and you can tell that. So when you see a team that only has three wins that plays to the last snap, uh, that's always uh, exciting as, as you go forward. And then you start infiltrating the organization with more talented um, you know, individuals, whether it's in the draft or free agency, and, and start talking about it. And, and, and I mean, you think about it. They, this is a new, they learned a new offensive scheme, defensive scheme, and uh, it was the first year that Ryan and Mack worked together. So we're, we're, gonna be, we're gonna be in good shape. I know when you were with the Vikings, they never had the number one pick, yeah. but did, did they ever have this type of uh, cap flexibility that the Bears have never, now? Never, but when I was at the Rams, we had the number one pick my first year there. Uh, okay. We took Orlando Pace, and um, so we did have that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then with the quarterback, Justin Fields, mm -hmm. 
you, you talked a little bit about your relationship with him. Mm -hmm. It stood out to me that you had the opportunity to call him on draft night oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, just what stands out to you most about him as a quarterback? His competitiveness, his toughness, his intelligence, his desire to win, his leadership. He's a champion. Um, so he's someone you you I mean you can you can you can you can feel like leaders. He's a leader. He's not fooling around. I mean he's here to win. You know there's some a lot of people in the NFL like the accoutrements that come along with being in the NFL. Then there are a lot of people who like football. He likes football. Well, and you, you mentioned how you saw all those football games at, at, oh, yeah. at, at the Big Ten level. So saw every every, every so, one so of his games. So you know how he could throw the ball. I saw every <laughs> one of his games. Like I said, I, there there are not many individuals who have wa watched as much football because I kept up watching NFL football too. Yeah. But you think about all the, the games that I've watched over the last couple of years. Kevin, appreciate it. I appreciate you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Well, you never had the number one pick in Minnesota. Oh, we had it in St. Louis. We drafted Orlando Pace. Used to do a betting podcast with Orlando Pace. Love Orlando Pace. Great pick, Kevin Warren. That was a great interview. Phenomenal job by you, Nick. I just love how he had, like, an answer for everything, including that. Like, oh, yeah, we just drafted uh, Orlando Pace. Uh, no big deal. Hall of Famer. Uh, I just took one. extensive, copious notes on that interview. Can I just run through them real quick? Carbs notes? Mind? It's a version <laughs> of Carbs Carbs notes. Notes? Going in. notes on the interview. The whole Ryan, the 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 Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus moment, Ryan and Matt. I don't know if people uh, who were watching the press conference earlier today could see it, but they, they, could. they, they which they obviously they couldn't. But uh, maybe there was pictures. I'm not sure. The bottom line is those two guys, the GM and the coach, were literally like foaming. They're just like just staring at him up there, like oh my, like they they were in love with Kevin Warren and what was being said. They, these guys, did you did you notice that? I didn't know. I, didn't, I did look I, over a few times and notice that they were. Dude, the, they the, were nodding their head many times. The, like, yep. The, yep. The, the Flus in particular was like he looked just completely fixated slash I don't even know. Mesmerized. Was, he was mesmerized. There's, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Um, he know, it also it stuck out, watches football. Yeah. Like, the, like mm -hmm. this is a football guy now. So, so that's actually what I wanted to get to. Next, appreciate all the comments on the interview. And, yes, Nick did a tremendous job uh, uh, of shooting that. Um, so I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. That came up a number of times in small ways, I thought, today. That when it all added up to the end, I'm thinking it was very noteworthy to me. That Kevin Warren at no point felt uncomfortable talking football. Mm -hmm. He wants to talk football. Run to the ball, run and to the ball, run to the ball. Didn't necessarily shy away from the fact that, like, you know, he's going to work closely with Ryan Poles. And Poles, to his credit, because I really wanted to hear, or maybe more than anybody today, what he had to say about some of this stuff. I I thought he was genuinely, as I alluded to in the question to Kevin later, he was genuinely appreciative that the Bears brought him in late in the process. It was once they got down to their final few candidates, Poles was in on that and got to meet them and talk to them. And this definitely was not lip service. That he felt he feels this connection with Kevin Warren and really feels like they're gonna work well together. And that's very, very interesting to me because it's also notable that George McCaskey still said Ryan Poles is going to have complete authority over football decisions. Mm -hmm. But for all these fans, media, 
us included, myself included, that have talked about the idea of a football czar, a football guy at the top, this is pretty damn close. Now, did Kevin Warren play NFL football? Did he did he play even college football? No, he's more of a basketball player, but mm-hmm. he's worked in the league for so long, and some of it on the football side. Contracts, um, decision-making. You talk about him winning the Super Bowl with the Rams a long time ago, close to Dick Vermeil, all this stuff. Like, this is somebody that, to me, has the business acumen and enough of the football acumen where he is more qualified than Ted Phillips ever was to have genuine conversations and close working relationship with the general manager to have an oversight over football decisions that are still going to, at the end of the day, be made by Ryan Poles when it comes to pulling the trigger on players. A football business guy. That is exactly what, what Kevin Warren is. And I think that's, again, something that, like you just mentioned, Adam, Ted Phillips wasn't, right? He's more all, all on the business side. But you see, and like, he lights up when he talks football, too. Like, he, he wants to keep talking about it, like, when he was in your interview that you did with him. So, again, it's just refreshing to have that kind of guy who brings that presence into the role, this very important role that the Bears have him in. So, again, it's, it is different, and I think different is, is a good thing for this organization. couple things. One, uh, can't wait to get to the Duke Super Chat in a minute. You're the amazing Duke. We love you. Uh, two, Braggs, you're spot on with his get uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable, uncomfortable. is a big deal because I think you can look at this organization as pretty damn comfortable. We've this is a family business. No one's getting fired unless we really, 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 really have to do it. And so this is a different level. Um, and the football part of it, him saying that, you know, it's kind of like a marriage. That's interesting. Like, are you are you saying that you guys are going to have a discussion on who you're taking with the number one pick, or if you're having a trade and you guys are you and and, and Ryan Poles are having a, or, or are you just letting him do his job? Because it sounds like there's going to be some discussion. Like he's going to want to be in that room a little bit. I would, and this is obviously just guessing, but I I would picture Kevin Warren sitting in the draft room, which is by the way not that. I mean, owners are often in the draft room, presidents are in draft mm-hmm. rooms. You see those behind-the-scenes videos that teams put out. That's not uncommon. Um, I think it's the level of influence and kind of knowing when to actually get in the weeds and some of the stuff and not. And and that'll be something we try as closely as we can to monitor here, I think, as it starts unfolding. Hey, George McCaskey, what would you think of Justin Fields this year? I'm not a football guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> he was lovely. Hey, Kevin Warren, what'd you think of Justin Fields? I love his competitiveness. I love mm-hmm. the fact that he loves football. I mean, you know, it, we're 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 dealing with a completely different level of engagement. All right, big super chat here from the Duke. Duke, Duke, Duke. One hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I know nothing of football business, but I know business. Warren seems like a guy who won't take quote because that's the way we've always done it as a legit legit excuse to hamper progress. That kind of person is who you want in high management. Time will tell, but I'm encouraged by what I've seen 
in red. Ding, did a ding, did a ding, ding, ding. You know, and I actually want to take an opportunity to 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 give George McCaskey and Ted Phillips some some credit here too. I don't know exactly when it happened. My guess is, I we don't always stands out to me is the 100 year celebration that they had um, at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center. It was a great weekend. Phenomenal event. Very fun. But in many ways, as much as it felt like a celebration of the team's 100-year history, it also at times almost felt like a Super Bowl celebration before the season even began. Mm -hmm. And I've said that before, and that's just the way it felt to me in many ways. And you had a lot of high-ranking members of the organization that are no longer there that were talking expectations up themselves and getting getting caught in the nostalgia in the moment and the excitement. And that was before that big 2019 season that was supposed to be much better than it obviously turned out. And I just feel like the, the couple years that followed that were probably some somewhat of a wake-up call to those inside House Hall sure. to, to realize that, all right, just the way we're doing it, it's not working. I don't know if, whether that's a self-realization to Ted that maybe it's time to move on and retire or George, you know, having some influence on that. But as much as they've been at fault for some of these things, it's clear. And there's been other examples too, whether it's the new practice facility, right? Just going down the road of Arlington Heights. Like yep. some some let's I, I'm just, all I'm saying is let's give them credit for some of these things that have happened before the Kevin Warren hire even happened, and then being as bold to go out and get the Big Ten commissioner. So like whatever triggered all this, credit to them for acknowledging it, accepting it, and getting the Bears down this road where they now have the guy in place. In my opinion, to the Duke super chat here, that they're done hampering progress with the way that business has been done with the 103-year-old Chicago Bears. It's a new era, and Kevin Warren's in charge. 100%. You went out and hired him, George slash Ted. Congratulations. And by the way, like when, when George is up there saying, you know, I'm not a football guy, I have no real problem with that at all. Like that's, he, that's, you, that's what you pay Ryan Poles to do. You don't need to be weighing in on that. But, I, but I'm just also pointing out that it's a difference with Kevin Warren. So, yeah, g- good, on, good on the Bears for making enormous progress, get, getting out of their own way, so to speak, and hiring a guy who can be an absolute game changer. I mean, it's a, it's a huge, huge deal. And I think it's all towards this organization going to try to strive for sustained success at the top. Ryan Poles has talked about that. Kevin Warren has talked about that in the introductory press conference. But a lot of these moves, you hope for, as a Bears fan, that that's what it leads to. For the Bears to not only be bottom feeders in the NFL, but now you do have the practice facility. You hopefully will get the new up-to-date stadium. You'll have the football team. And it equates to sustained success at the top. And you had to kind of break it all down. And as Braggs would say, build it up brick by brick to kind of put you in so- yourself in a position to do that, I think when you make these, not I won't even call them radical moves, but moves that were necessary, that's going to put you in a position to actually be where George McCaskey wants this Bears franchise to be at the top. Not, not just the football team, but as the brand, as the, the facilities, the stadium. 
and he's making the right move. They're making the right moves to put themselves in that position. The championship's part of it, too. That's changing the narrative. Like, uh, you, championships. He said it multiple times. Yeah, we've heard that before, though. Phil Emery talked about winning multiple championships. It just felt different. We're going to win multiple championships? Yeah, but I I, I don't know. It, 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 I, I can't think of Phil Emery right now. I, I, <laughs> it, Kevin it, Warren. It, You're it, all in, baby. I am. You're feeling it. I, I, you know, it's kind of a name that, you know, uh, this doesn't get mentioned much anymore and because things ended as bad as they could possibly end when he was with the Blackhawks. But I remember John McDonough getting up there with the Cubs saying, like, we're you know, we are here to win the World Series. And I'm like, Cub fans looking around like, what? Did you just say <laughs> that? Like, like no, no one has said that. And then he went over to the Hawks and, won, you know, was part of three, three Cups. Yeah. So uh, you can say it and say it all you want. You got to go out and, and get the right guys. But, yep. you know, we, we might play our – snippet today with Ted Phillips where uh you know when he was speaking but like why do you think you haven't been successful here uh in your tenure as far as getting to a Super Bowl he's like well we've had 45 quarterbacks well yeah but that's because you didn't hire the right people to evaluate the quarterback (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't have 45 if you had the right guy in there would have picked Patrick Mahomes over over Mitchell Trubisky you just didn't figure that out that's not you can't just put on the QB you got to put it on you didn't put the right people in position to get the right players period end of story uh plenty more to get to here this feels like a post-game show lots lots to talk about um maybe the Bears best win of the season yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, by a mile in the meantime, though, the NFL playoff action continues without the Bears, and we're one step closer to Super Bowl 57 for the NFL Divisional Round. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5, get 200 in free bets instantly. Um, plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings. With each leg, you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. After you check out DraftKings, you got to check out your athletic greens. With one scoop of your mm. AG1s, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system. It gives you energy and improves your focus, and that's why I take my athletic greens, and you should too. What's awesome about athletic greens is that it costs in less than a cup of coffee a day. Also helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. Super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Uh, we also have our DraftKings pick of the week, which I believe uh, Nick has for you this week, which yeah. is always a scary thing. We're like, uh, yeah, Nick no. do this? this? Okay, let's see. Nick's, Nick did go undefeated on his picks yeah. this weekend. No, I, I picked the Bucks. Oh, you yeah, had I, the Bucks. I had the Bucks. Everything else is right, but you don't have to take this. You can, you can entertain it at least. Um, 
Cowboys 49ers both have pretty good offenses. The you could take them over 46 points for minus 110 right now. I think that's like a lock with how these two teams, those two offenses are playing. So hit the over on over 46. Okay. I feel don't come back in, you know. I mean, the over was did the over hit every game or actually last night? I think it didn't. I think I think score enough. Well, no, because of the. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of people were just short of the forty-five, 45 and a half, and half because, because of the one, two, three, four, missed extra points. That sucks. That's a bad Yo, beat. That's a that is a that's bad. That's a bad beat. You had a good a tweet though, Adam, about uh, the Cody Parkey. Yeah, um, it's still more impressive to hit the upright four times. Which it's yeah. hard. It's harder to hit the upright four times than to make four field goals. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Correct me on the rules here, because for those of us Braggs who have picked the Cowboys to come out of the NFC, me, can you add a kicker before they got to take on the 49ers? Yeah. Well, why did you go get a kicker? You can't trust this dude. Well, maybe they should. But he, they, but that's not what they're doing. How do you know? Because well, that's what I. That's Jarrah, Jarrah said last night. No, no, no he's no, he made a lot of kicks already. Go, go look. Never has a kicker ever missed four kicks in a game. You know, four uprights in a game, and then uh, you know had problems beyond that. <laughs> I don't know what I just said, but my point Don't is, get a kicker, Dallas. The yeah. Bears should have done the same thing in 2018. They didn't. So maybe the Cowboys should learn. From yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So that that's a that's been learn? talked about enough. That Cody Parkey should never have been out there in the first place. That's why you need somebody like Kevin Warren at the top of your franchise. Full to circle. Say, hey, full wait a circle. Minute. Full circle. <laughs> wait a minute here. Um, maybe that kicker who missed the four kicks in the game and then struggled also against the Dolphins like mm-hmm. a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Maybe since you know how we're like on track to win the division and go to the playoffs, we shouldn't trust this guy in the playoffs. Just a thought. Just they needed somebody to have that thought in Hellas Hall. They just uh, didn't. Just so you guys are aware, I do have a poll running on um, Ooh, like YouTube cool. at the moment. Uh, just asking about if, if uh, Kevin Warren won the presser or not. I believe my choices. Let's see here. Yes. Um, really yes. Extremely yes. How would you run grade Kevin Warren's introductory press conference? Uh, ready to run through a brick wall. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shout out, Braggs. Uh, I see potential with him or actions speak louder than words. Currently ready to run through a brick wall. Has over 50% of the votes. Keep on voting. But uh, Orozco here, uh, he threw us a super chat saying, he sounds great and smart. I love what I'm hearing, but actions speak louder than words. Look what happened to Claypool. I hope it turns around. Sure. No doubt. No one's arguing that You're one. not going to get every decision right. Um, it's going to take time to Kev- see these actions actually you know, play out. Like I, This is the introductory press conference. He won that. And now we'll see the next steps afterwards. Yeah, and let's just be realistic here or grounded. It, it, it wasn't a bunch of fluff. It wasn't like we didn't – I didn't feel like I was being sold. I don't think anybody else did. So, yeah. But here's what's exciting about this. It's not even so much what was said today. Oh, there's a few things, and I'm going to get to one in a second. But to me, it's the resume. It's what mm-hmm. he's actually already done. Which gets me to this point with the stadium. Okay. When you hear him talk about the details and how they planned for a year, and it wasn't, um, oh, this is approximately this many feet. No. Is it 40 or 41 feet? Mm-hmm. That's what he said. I need to know the exact number. We have to have this planned out exactly before they even broke ground. There's a reason 
why U.S. Bank Stadium is as perfect Amazing. as it is. And it really is, to me, as close to perfect of a stadium as you can possibly have. Um, that's what has me excited. Like, it's not any, really anything that was said today, but then when you hear him talk about that and back up what I've seen with my own eyes, the re- there's a reason why I started that interview with him, talking about what they did with opposing media. Wasn't just, you know, hey, here's our reporters in Minnesota, you know, come check out our stadium. It was the Bears are in town. We're going to take the Bears reporters and give them a tour on Sunday morning before the game. They did this the year before the stadium opened, and then they did it the year the stadium was open. Um, so even with the year to go, we were in a conference room across the street with Lester Bagley, an employee of the Vikings, who was a hu- also a huge part of the stadium, and went through the numbers, how they cut the costs, how they you know, how they managed to do this under budget, as George McCaskey pointed out today. Everybody left at that. I was kind of like, okay, stop focusing on saving dough, but keep going. Yeah, as the one who asked that question, wasn't in love with the answer. No. But um, the, the point being, like, when we got to go on those tours, you could see the level of detail that was in there. like, And then especially when it was done and they took us to every level and every club and you're like, how many clubs have we been in now? How How, how is it possible that you fit all this into what is actually a relatively small footprint? Certainly compared to what the Bears have the opportunity to do at Arlington Park with all that space that they have. Um, like, he delivered all that. Like That's for real. It's already on his resume. It's... Where you got me on with that thought is, look, when Hogue walked in to WGN Radio in 2008, it was obvious that this dude had done his uh, homework preparation to enter himself into the media world, that he would be a success someday and would be sitting in that chair. When Nicholas Moriano, when I talked to you for the first time at Fansided, I was like, this dude's on the come. When I was in 7th grade, 8th grade, I knew that Craig Bondi would be out there right now making millions of dollars doing whatever he's doing. And when you hear Kevin, when you hear Kevin Warren talk about what he's going to do and how he's going to get better every single day and how he's uh, not going to waste any moment on game days, it's like, it's, like, it's, it's obvious. Like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that guy to be a part of my organization. Like and, and then when you see the other dude who's uh, you know drunken in the car, yeah, no, I don't think it's going to work out for you. Um, and and Warren just it's it it doesn't take anybody to any genius level to figure out that this dude there it knows what he's doing and there's a reason that he's had this much success and that's a fa- and it's a safe bet. The Bears are making a very safe bet is a long winded way of whatever the hell I just said. <laughs> <laughs> who's Kevin Bondi? What was yeah. that? Craig Bondi. Craig? Yes. He's, he's got money. That's He's... You're I saying, mean, you're saying he's, Kevin Warren is the next Craig Bundy? Yes. Well... Bondi. Bondi might be Warren Bondi. or Warren might be Bondi. <laughs> For my high school class, if anybody's watching this, they're going to love this moment in time. But, yeah. It, it's... The, 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 he reeks of success, man. That's what that's what's going on. Real uh, quickly, and, you guys. And, and they didn't... The Bears didn't get in their own way again. To, to go back to the details that Adam was just mentioning... That's how Kevin Warren is, I guess, just oriented. In his, in the interview you did with him, he said it's much more than a building, the U.S. Yes. Bank Stadium, right? It is. And the thing is, too, what I was like most, 
most afraid of, I think Bears fans are, is like if they build this new stadium, you still want it to be good, right? You still want it to be a good new stadium. You want it to be at the top. And with how Kevin Warren just is, how he runs, he is detail-oriented. That's why he mentioned, no, is it 35 or 30 feet? He's going to get every single detail right. And that's what gives me hope that, you know, when this project does get done, it's not just going to be like the same old stadium that, or just a stadium that just meets your expectations. It's going to, should blow you away. That's what he's in, intending to do. I could honestly do like five podcasts on that one stadium. Like it, it, it you it, love that stadium. It, it's but amazing, but it's here's why I love, because you name one, one problem that they might have there in Minnesota. And there's an answer. So, oh, it's yeah. really cold. Okay. Well, you know that skywalk we have in downtown Minneapolis? Let's connect it into the stadium so that you can actually park a few blocks away, leave your coat in the car, and, and walk in without having to go outside. Okay, but what about the fact that it's still pretty damn nice out in September here? It's one of the most beautiful places you can live before it gets horribly cold. Okay, well, let's have the giant-ass doors rotate so we let natural air in. And, oh... You know, what about the fact that most domes are all kind of cookie cutter and they're really dark and cavernous, mm-hmm. you know, like our last stadium, the Metrodome, everybody complained about over and over again. Oh, let's build half the roof where it's just glass. And you could say, well, what about the snow falling off? the? What, oh, well, we got answers for that. There's like channels where the snow can fall. What about birds that hit the windows, which is actually still probably a problem there if you read <laughs> the studies on that. But they had to deal with that and they deal with the environmentalists and they had to go like literally everything. Like, down to a T was all thought of. The way the press box is constructed on multiple levels with Mm -hmm. the booths above it. The food is phenomenal. Um, And not just for us cranky reporters, but throughout the entire place. The noise level towards the top is insane. It's a real home field advantage. The Gallarhorn, the Skull Chant. I mean, I can go on and on and on. It, It is... It really, truly... So if the Bears can replicate that, Carm, I promise you, 10 years from now, you're not going to give a shit about where the stadium's actually located. Oh, oh. I don't know. That's I don't not know, true. Mark. That, I, I'm telling you, I'll, I'll be over it, but... I, you know, I, I got... I just picture, I hold things. I hold things. I still wish Chicago Stadium was... He's still was talking super, about Craig Bondi, whoever the hell yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, this true. dude is that's going to own a condo in the development. I that's might. That's true. That, yeah. that, <laughs> if it's a good buy, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> He's going to be... I already moved that way. I mean, in tonight. I mean I'm, I'm down for any good investments out there. Let's not, let's not be... Uh, what is it? Pound foolish uh, something something? Right. Sure. But, hey, you sold... Uh, as far as... The argument that you're making, like the dome part of it, loudness, that does excite me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're talking about every detail and connecting downtown and this, that, I just, I start thinking about the, the rendering that we just saw with train stations and everything connected into this amazing new soldier oh, field. The, you mean the train stations that don't exist? They're, what do you, they're, no, no, no. They're, they're, come on, the Metro goes right up to Soldier Field right now, comes from the south. Yeah, but not my not friends in the. the not the L. We can figure that out. We're <laughs> going to figure it out, Lawrence. But right okay. now, I get it. We're just focused on Arlington Heights, and I think the Bears, because of their hire, they probably th- stay focused on Arlington Heights because I don't think he's going to mess this up. But actually, that's why I don't, I don't fully agree. I mean, right now, they are contractually obligated to say Arlington Heights no matter what. They're going to close on the land. But 
even Ted said today, it's we could play that. You not know. a guarantee we're going to actually build on it. Okay. And this is where if Kevin Warren comes in and one decides that, you know what? As he said in the interview, you know, they actually listened to the media on some of the ideas. Good for him. Good for them in the Minnesota land. Um, but I really, the one guy in the media who I really think makes a lot of sense is this Mark Carming guy. And you Thank know you. what? He's right. This stadium should be on the lakefront. And I'm going to come up with a solution where that can actually happen. Where yeah, that Pepe. Ridiculous video <laughs> with all the perfect renderings and non-things. That there's no way in hell that ever happens in Chicago. I'm going to be the guy. If, if there's The point I'm trying to make is if there's one individual that can maybe make all that unrealistic nonsense actually work, <laughs> it's probably Kevin Warren. Yeah. And, and if it happens, I'm going to give you the credit. Oh, I just had a moment in time. Kevin, listen, they're down the road on this Arlington Heights thing, but you know deep down that the Bears belong in the city. Even if George McCaskey is going to sit there and shut down my question and Pepe Silva is going to celebrate it in the chat that I got quote-unquote shut down. I wouldn't call it a shutdown. I would say it was a dodge left. Yeah. Should, we play, uh, should we play Ted Phillips with his uh, – I, I asked him about some people don't want change, Ted. What what, what do you think? And here was here's here's here was here was Ted uh, after Kevin Warren spoke today about the Bears Stadium. It seems like a ton of Bears fans are are, are excited about it, but there's some that, you know, don't wanna don't want change, love being in the city. And I'm sure there's part of you that loves the Bears being in, in the city. What what's your It's a great site. Yeah. I mean the, the location is is picturesque and we love the city of Chicago. We're always gonna, even if we, again, if we end up developing that site, um, we're still gonna have a presence in the city and we're gonna be invested in the community and we're gonna still be the Chicago Bears. But we're so far from that right now, it's still hard to tell um, where it's gonna go. Again, if, yes. far from that, hard to tell. You all saying I'm gonna die on this hill. Well, it doesn't seem like it's completely dead yet. But that's why, but. And I don't think it is. I, I, I think the timing of all this is actually, again, I'm getting the Bears a lot of credit today, but they deserve it, I think. you know, And Ted deserves it too. Ted, to, to, to be another thing, small thing we learned today, because when was it when the team announced that Ted Phillips was actually retiring? Was it summer? That seems right. I, I'm yeah, losing track summer. of it because it's been, like, rumored and you've been mm -hmm. hearing stuff about this for years now. But um, the po the point is – between what George said, well, I asked George today, and George answered that question and said, yeah, Ted had already notified us last year when we went into the search process that he was going to be retiring. And so that's why the structure changed at that time. And he said, all right, Ted, you worry about the stadium for the next year. You September know, 2nd. September 2nd was the official date. Yeah. But as George said, they knew when they were hiring Poles and Eberflus this time last year, they already knew from Ted that that was happening. They've known this for a while. So get moving on the Arlington Heights land, as they've explained many times, and they're not wrong. It is complicated to close on a site that, that is that big mm -hmm. and, and that complicated. Um, and in the meantime, they got to get the president and CEO to come in that knows about these stadiums. Kevin Warren called himself a stadium nerd today. He did. That's what we need.
Let's go. Stadium nerd. Stadium nerds. 40, 40 feet, 41 feet. Nerds. I mean, nerds. Gotta get nerds. exact. I mean, speaking of details and, and, uh, don't take this the wrong way, nerds, because you're too cool to be a nerd, Nick. But like you, the 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 the, the, the double cameras and the, I mean, how did you know how to do that? Well, we kind of rehearsed here. Rehearsed yeah, we, exactly. Oh, you rehearsed. Out. You you didn't leave anything to chance. You went down the road. You explored the options. You fiddled with the microphone. You knew exactly what you were doing, even though you weren't an expert. They gave him like thirty seconds to. to I followed so what Just everyone up, else was bam, doing. Boom, bam, boom. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. That's not what you did. Warren Moriano. <laughs> same cloth. Got the same cloth. Crystal Super Chat, $9.99. I'm overly excited about this. Happy to be moving home when all these changes are being made. But if he, uh, but if he keeps the stadium in Chicago, I would love this even more. Hashtag welcome Kevin Warren. We really haven't had a chance to go in depth on this. Maybe this is the moment. Because you left us last week, season's over, got to go to tennis camp. I'll be back when Kevin Warren's hired. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I did. I needed He's it. He's back. I just want it on the record that if there is some world in which that crazy stadium video is any in any way realistic, if that's what they can actually build, yeah, which I'm about... Zero point zero 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 one percent confident that they could actually get done. I a hundred percent would prefer that over early tonight. Thank you. There you go, Lawrence. Point but o- I don't think anybody else is anybody disagreeing with that. Just nobody believes that they can actually do that. Yeah, I mean that's where I'm at. I've watched <laughs> that thing and said, okay, great, that's absolutely. Let's do this. You can and do they this. have to let the Bears own it then. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Correct. I don't think that's going to happen either. I sent another text to the mayor's office right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep on trying. Let me just. And if they build that, you guys, like, the Bears are at the place somewhere else, right? Like, it wouldn't sell under they construction, would. That's too. the one thing they don't have to worry about if they build in Arlington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Minor details. Where, when is Northwestern moving into their new stadium? They're, they're, they, they have one like, more year, and then they get two years to build it, so it'll work out. The timing will be perfect. It holds, like, what, 30,000? 30,000, it'll be, but it'll be a hot So you're t- saying the Bears can tight. play at Northwestern Stadium. Yep. For that has a half year. the it's amount of seating. It's going to have 30,000 people? But it's going to be amazing. The Chargers played at that soccer stadium. Oh, yeah, it'll be that, an that inc- it'll be an incredibly hot ticket, incredibly hot ticket. If, why, game time. <laughs> game, you're gonna need you the game time. You I guess that's that better than what does champagne hold? Fifty. Oh come on, that's not even close. You want to go to you want to go to Evanston? Or you want to go to Champagne? Oh, I want to go to Evanston. Oh, I, for sure. Yeah. yeah I, I just want to go to Buffalo Joe's. Uh, the Duke's he's throwing a nine nine nine. He says, "Carm, Carm, quote Kevin." Bubala, I live really close to Soldier Field. You're really messing with my commute. Let's just keep the Bears on the lakefront, okay? <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. I, I, Shout I, out to the Duke. I, I just... Uh, you guys are all just being selfish. No. And everybody accuses me of being selfish because I live in Vernon Hills. That's why you want to go around. I don't have to go to the games anymore. I have to come down here. It doesn't make a damn difference to me. I'm I'll, down here. I'll, I'll Here's the best idea Knights. I think I've seen. This is from Arab Ace. Uh, thanks for the Donald <laughs> Super Chat. He said, move the lake to Arlington Heights. Oh. Hashtag Warren Magic. I mean, that's about 100 years away anyway. So Listen, my guy Warren. Ted Phillips talks about just how beautiful I, it is on the lake. That was a climate change joke. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel like the lake would just disappear, not move to Arlington Heights. But that's Is yeah. it going to snow this winter, by the way? Bear weather? We are, Bear weather. Here we I go. Mean, just, just 40 <laughs> degrees in rain. Stop trying to jinx it. 
I know. I want snow. I believe tomorrow or the next Is, day. Yeah, tomorrow snow. I, I thought okay. I saw Ginger right. Z tweeting something. All right, uh, let's. Uh, yeah, back I, on track, I, please. I, I do want to talk about. Oh yeah. George wasn't feeling the CHGO love today. All right. <laughs> Both Carver and I got shut down pretty hard. So it started. I, I asked him. Um, and you had a great start too. I mean, he's like, "Hi, Adam. How are you? Great to see you." Well, there was a small awkwardness with me having to fill hub shoes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was awkward, but you did a great job. I didn't. did. Who wants to take the first question to sub in for Hub? You did it. Boom. Well, the only thing I hate, I would prefer, I don't like awkward silence. And I had a question ready, and I was like, all right, let's keep this thing moving. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, no. <laughs> I have to fill Hub shoes. I don't want to have to fill Hub shoes. Well, Nobody could fill Hub shoes. That's what you said. Nobody could fill yeah. Hub shoes. Um, anyway, the question was, you... You've been to U.S. Bank Stadium a lot. What do you like about it? And what would be on your wish list for the Bears Stadium? I thought we'd get a good answer out of that, too. When you asked them, like, oh, okay, here we go. You he, know, is it the roof? Is it the... And what did he say? I forgot what he, he said. He said, uh, well, Kevin told me it was built on time and under budget. Oh, yeah, right. So that's one. And that was it. Got yeah. a little chuckle, too. I got a chuckle, but... But not the answer. I don't think that was the answer fans wanted based on what I was seeing on social media, though. He has a hard time, George does, for whatever reason, just giving a straight, honest answer. Mm -hmm. What is it that you like about it? I'm assuming he's been there, and so he could pick something out. He's been there many times. Right. So so there's that. And And if nothing stood out, then... And by the way, Ted specifically talked about how he likes how the light comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which was but maybe music that, to my ears. Yeah. Because I, I, one of my big complaints about these domes is like, Darkness. when you watch on TV, they all look the same. Mm-hmm. But Minnesota's looks different. Like you can tell when the game, and eh, night games is not much different. But um, when the day games, you see the sun coming in on the field. It looks like it's outside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I like I like the feel of it. I I, I like I like the way the concessions stand. Just something on it, it was it was that's a disappointment. But and then for me, what are you saying to Bears fans who want the Bears to be in Chicago? We'll be here for another hundred and three years, and then the press conference ends. <laughs> <laughs> like. No, no, no. I, that's not how I wanted this to end. And, and, and two, like... Well, you started... Or I started awkwardly. You ended you, it. I, I, <laughs> like, then, you know... Come on, man. Um, I don't think it's that hard to say, like, hey, I have mixed emotions about it, too. I love, the, I love being in the city. And if we end up going out there, it'll be... I'll have to mourn the fact that we're not on the lakefront anymore. And it'll be a whole new start. But, we think, but we're going to do what's best for the franchise. You could have said that. Or even what Ted said when yeah. you asked him that too. So didn't get either one of those. But he, it's like he just wants to sort of not act like there's going to be any difference whatsoever. We're just going to show <laughs> up one day and we'll be in Arlington tonight. So that's a part of Chicago. It's <laughs> Chicago land. Hey, look, I think it's a calculated gamble that certainly from a financial standpoint doesn't have much of a downside. Like even you have to admit, they moved to Arlington Heights. Well, everything's going to be just fine. Yeah, but it would, depending on how this all, I think to what Ted's talking about, depending on how it all plays out, how much money are they going to have to put into this thing? 
And again, though, that's where Kevin Warren's experience. Yeah, that's why he's yeah. here. What was put in? How did you get it at this number? I mean, if you look at the price of U.S. Bank Stadium, and granted, all these prices go up just with regu- regular inflation, obviously. But one billion. One point two billion. One point two billion. I forget Raiders. I want to say is two something billion. Um, by the way, Raider Stadium's fine. Fine. I don't know that it's going to age that well, though. It kind of, to me, is more cookie cutter than, other than the outside, it looks like a Death Star. I do like how the big window opens, the torch thing, fine, but it's just fine to me. SoFi, $5 billion. And has the comp of it being Hollywood Park development, very similar to what the Bears are talking about. I think it's more likely the stadium part is more like U.S. Bank Stadium. The whole development might be like what they did there. But SoFi is not perfect, guys. It's cool. It wows you when you walk in there. But did you hear about the national championship game? Yeah. The sideways rain that was coming in, and they weren't smart enough to build it where if the certain concrete areas got wet, they were slippery, and people were literally getting taken off on stretchers out of there because Jeez. they fell. Like, when I when I went through that rant earlier talking about how they literally got every detail right about U.S. Bank Stadium, that's the stuff they messed up at SoFi. It's a cool concept where the roof is a canopy, so it protects you from elements, but it's not fully enclosed, right? So there's no AC. Well, multiple teams have come in and out of there because it gets it can get hot in California. Most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's like perfect. But there when it sneaks up into the nineties, there's like a greenhouse effect in that building. Oh, like Paul Allen, the Vikings were there and Paul Allen was like, it was a sauna. Like five billion sauna. Yeah, like that's <laughs> the type of stuff. If you're gonna spend that type of money on a stadium, you can't have oversights like that. That's a Stan Kroenke factor. He sucks. This is why I love Lawrence. This is why I just, love Lawrence. Just just Bam! Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of what the, the Bears are going to have to do with their stadium is be efficient, whatever it's going to be. And the uh, ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses like the Bears in communities that they serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Bears, I hope you're taking notes here. You're going to need ComEd wherever you go. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. George McCaskey, that's a win-win. For energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. By the way, this is not just for the Bears. This is for everyday people like yours truly and everybody else here. You want to save money. You want to save energy. Uh, you can call ComEd at 855-433-2700, 855-433-2700. Do that during normal business hours or... If you don't like being on the phone, just want to send an email, business, E-E. that's right, at comed.com. Business, E-E. at comed.com, the Comet <laughs> Energy Efficiency Program. Look at that, graphics Sh- and everything. Yeah, but shout out to Matthew in the comments. He timed out his EE comment perfectly, where <laughs> it popped up right as you were saying EE. Matthew's always out his game, man. Gregory's A plus, A plus, A plus. And he came uh, to the happy hour, last happy hour we did. So Wednesday happy, night, shout out to happy you. hour tomorrow night, eight o'clock. We'll all be there. We'll have a lot to talk about with this stuff. But really, you can ask us anything. So yeah, maybe uh, like uh, tennis about camp questions or shady rays. You guys, you can Ooh. talk about shady rays, which are premium polarized shades featuring world class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles care to everyone. And every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays 
They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. And even with that strong of a protection program, I can tell you they're just as good as any expensive pair I've ever owned. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all the newest and best shades. All right. Um, I don't necessarily have like major thing we still have to get to, but I think I'd I got some super chats if we you want to do that. Super chats. I got some I do want to make sure we get through notes here, just make sure we didn't miss anything. Um uh w- one thing just because this is me and I can't ignore things like this, so I apologize in advance. But the uh did you guys enjoy the awkward hug between George and <laughs> Kevin <laughs> yeah. as much as I did? I there did. was a lot of hugging going on <laughs> out there. there was. Was. But it was like uh went in for the one hug and I was like, okay, that's that's Cool, and then like went back in for the second one. Ever seen the double hug? We've all been there though, with like a weird handshake. Oh yeah, hug all there. The we've all been there. That's why I always like to call it out, like embrace the awkwardness. You got to. Yeah. What do you think George is doing right now? He's he's hugging. watching CHGO Bears. He, well, f- of course, hi George. Um, we'd love to have you in studio. By the way, open invitation anytime. It'd be awesome to sit you down with you. Scoot right around. We got a nice wood floor. I, um, I, George is like low key though. When George gets those those settings like that, when he goes in studio for interviews, he's actually very entertaining. I enjoy George. And I love talking to him in our small group settings at the uh, owners' meetings every year. Run legitimately. Into, I there's yeah. nothing better on a Sunday to walk over to Soldier Field and run into George and then have Nick walk up and film me. And <laughs> uh, he's just and or to be at Hallis during mini camp and. He just walks up on Hogue, and you're just all of a sudden having a conversation with George. He's just a regular dude, so we love you, George. But the the point is, I don't. Even we know. played bear, not a bear, with him this year. <laughs> that was like my highlight of all 2022. I, I'm just wondering what he's got to be sitting there watching this whole thing, bear, not a bear. Is that what I'm going to do with the rest of my <laughs> life right now? Like, what is he's got this dude in place? What does he have? He to better do? not have to do that. We better know these guys on the roster next year. I hope so. I, but he could really just hang out now. All right, I solved this issue. I can just be out of the way. This dude's going to handle it, and I can chill. Like, I don't need to talk to the media again. I really don't have to do much. Kevin, your dime, your dance floor. We miss you, Chet. Great Bears fan. Like, seriously, what's he getting, what does George have to do now? Hand out uh, ice cream sandwiches to the CHGO tailgate. There you go. Perfect. Thank you, Matt. We should have him come to the CHGO tailgate. I feel like I stepped over. Did you have something to say? Someone had something to say? I feel Okay. Um, let's get to some of these super chats, though. And before we get out of here. Okay, thanks. let's do some super chats. Yeah. Uh, thanks, bah, 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 bah. Favorite. First I don't want to leave. Uh, first off, uh, <laughs> Tom... <laughs> Tom Papalardo just threw us two bucks. No question. Thank you very much, Tom. Appreciate you. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Ryan Jackson has an interesting question here. He says, what happens to Hallis Hall when they move to Arlington Heights? Nothing. They're not moving the practice facility. I mean, I guess they could, but I don't think they're going to. He did mention tweaks, right? Tweaks. Yeah, that was in my interview with him. Eh, There might be a couple tweaks here and there. Well, I will say the one, to me, this is speaking as if if you're going to be really spoiled as a Bears player, the one flaw I see right now with it is how far the walk is from 
the building to the backfields. Mm-hmm. Walter Payne. Or like area. this year, I totally understood why Flus did what he did, where they would walk into the indoor facility to warm up. Where mm-hmm. it's warmer, you get your blood flowing, then you go back outside. Makes common sense. It's common sense to me scientifically. The problem is you had to walk from the bu- like the practice field, the heated, the one heated practice field is what, fifteen yards away from the door. Yep. To the locker room, mm-hmm. like that's how close it is. So to walk all the way over to the Walter Payton Center just to stretch and then come back. So I don't know how you fix that, but is there a way to connect it all? Words. And I have not been to Viking Lakes. I don't know. I've heard great things about it, but I'm not. I don't know how the Bears facility now, which is great, compares to like logistically what they built in Minnesota. I can already see it. Warren's going to build a skyway from the building to the practice facility with a moving walkway. Maybe a monorail. Yes. Or like gondolas that take you down like monorail. the monorail. Monorail. Guys, we're not going to have Turn you. Turn into Disneyland. We, we want to get you <laughs> off your feet for that walk. There is no attention to detail that you will not have. We now are putting in the Warren Mobile something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he'll name it after George Hallis, who he says like he's going to want to walk after, walk in and walk out. The Papa Bear is going to be proud of him every single day. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize he had that level of uh, connection to Papa Bear, but that's... I'm sure Virginia loved hearing that one. You know, maybe tweaks you guys. Like, not a lot of fans can go there for training camp. It's about a thousand people, right? They get to go there, and since it's moved Ooh. to Alice Hall, yeah, you find a way to expand that. I don't know, and see what you can do there for this fan experience because he is he's all about that too. It's interesting. There's uh, there's possibilities there. Um, what else we got? Uh, well, so earlier when uh, <laughs> when the Duke threw his gigantic, amazing super chat. Thank you again, the Duke. Amazing. Uh, Braggs responded, I would like the Duke to adopt me. And uh, the Duke said, uh, I would like to adopt Braggs. <laughs> and threw in a super chat to do so. Yep. And yeah. And uh, <laughs> then uh, Adam's uh, dad said, uh, if the Duke adopted me, he could <laughs> be Adam's grandfather. It's getting a little uncomfortable for me. <laughs> I was say, I've had enough awkward moments today with filling shoes and hugs. And I mean, now the Duke is my grandfather? I mean, be. I would like it for the right price. Uh, I mean, there seems to be a nice <laughs> inheritance that might be in there for me, but <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone, there was a Twitter poll going around. Did you guys see that yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> Who has more money to spend this offseason, the Bears or the Duke? I put, I voted the <laughs> Duke. That's amazing. I voted that was the Duke. pretty good. I love, our, I love our our viewers and all our <laughs> listeners. You guys are the best. So CHGO diehards, uh, appreciate it. We're all family. No one needs to be, you know. No, I, the Duke is all of our grandfathers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I believe that Braggs' is, uh, mom, who I've met, I believe her name is Barb. I hope I have that correct, Greg. Yep, Barbara. It is Barbara. Great and, cookies. you know, for, for Braggs to openly drinks. try to get out of the family is uncomfortable for me because <laughs> Barb is a great woman. And, and that's, you know, I can't, I can't support that. I'm, I'm Team Barb. Team, teams, he's gotta, Braggs has got to stay where he is, where he's, where he's supposed to be. You know, brick by brick, you stay at home. Uh, Chris wants to start a, a Premier League podcast with me. I would just be yelling about all the teams other than Arsenal. So I don't know if that's a good podcast per se. Did we say Kevin Fishbane was going to start the the Wildcats podcast? Yeah, we hired uh, Kevin Fishbane. And, uh, he, to, uh, he didn't seem very excited about it. No, no. Yeah, you know. Disappointing. I hate to say it, but Kevin very rarely gets excited about talking about Northwestern. It's usually just complaining. He cares very deeply about it, but... 
Yeah. Well, Kevin got the big, uh, hey, Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic and to Kevin Warren. And they got a great name there. Oh, yeah. Great name. That was was a big, and, you know, there's other Kevins around here, too. I believe had a content. uh, His name is Kevin. And then there was. uh, Powerful people in powerful positions. Yep. Kevin Powell, WGN. A lot of Kevins were really celebrating Mm -hmm. today. I was jealous that I wasn't a Kevin. I wanted. I wanted to be Kevin Kadick. I wanted to be anything. I was. I was like, why can't I? Well, you just need the Duke to adopt you and change your name. There you go. And uh, Adam, uh, the Duke says uh, you can call me Poppy. <laughs> Poppy. Okay, this is just getting weird now. But <laughs> thank you for the Thanks, Duke. Super super chat. Chat. Poppy Duke. Adam Maury says the Duke is secretly George McCaskey. Now that would be interesting. I mean, got a lot of money. Conspiracy theories. All right, I do want to get through some some notes here. Um, one is the start date for Kevin Warren seems a little bit fluid. He said it was probably April, um, but then when it came up, well, what's going to happen with Ted Phillips? Because he's supposed to retire at the end of February. Um, is March just going to be a free-for-all? Who's running the team? Um, then it was like, oh, Ted's going to stay on until <coughs> Kevin starts, and that might actually end up being before April. So that seems to be fluid. I, I did like Kevin's answer. He's like, in my mind, I've already started. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I'd like that if I was the Big Ten, but good for the Bears. Why are we waiting till April? Anybody have an understanding? He can't just high and dry leave the Big Ten like three like months days notice. Three months. The transition period when he took that job with with Delaney was like six months. I guess these high level positions. It's I'm not big fam- type. I'm not yeah, familiar. I mean, you got to onboard. They don't even have a new commissioner yet, right? You, you mm-hmm. have to go to every individual school, meet the chancellors, meet the presidents, meet the ADs, meet the coaches. It's a lot to do. By the way, now, let's. I'm just going to step in there. Meet the coaches. That's where I cannot stand college football because these coaches think they're, like, more important than God. And I know they're the most, like, highest paid people in public in each state most of the time, but... What are we doing, man? They're co- they're football coaches. Hit the like button if you yeah. uh, for for if you agree with Lawrence about the coaches and or if you think that Kevin Warren can start before April. It's January, whatever it is. Okay, come on, seventeenth. We, we he started already in his mind. He said, and by the way, I mostly agree with you, Lawrence. And one of the reasons why I love Pat Fitzgerald because he never gives you the impression that he is greater than God. Just a down to earth dude. He is. He is. 100%. Now, granted, we don't know how much he makes because they're a private university, but that's a whole other story. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> enough. A lot of money. He makes a lot of money. And it's not that his salary's out there. Um, right, right. It's not? No, I don't think so. I'm yeah, pretty certain you could find it. I, I've Googled it. I think it's about $4 million. Okay, so go Carm just put it out there. Well, it's, it's public knowledge. I yep. just Googled it. Salary. Um. The big quote from Kevin Warren, quote, I came here to win championships, to win the NFC North, to win the NFC, to win the Super Bowl. Good. Love it. That's good. Um, Papa Bear is smiling today. George McCaskey at the beginning. And um, George McCaskey also calling Ted Phillips as close to family as one can get. That was adorable. (laughs) 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 I was was very happy to hear that Ted's in the family. He very much is. They sit there. They. He's the consigliere. He's the Robert Duvall. That was my worst question of the day, by the way. I I said to Ted, what are you going to miss the most? What are you looking forward to? 
Um, and then I just got a very, you know, I'm going to miss the connections. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to having my time back. So There was a rumor going on that. in our uh, little transcription pool that you actually trampled somebody to get that question in. I did. Okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> who was the victim? The guy from uh, the Daily Herald who had the longest questions of all time. <laughs> oh, they're like city reporter they sent out there? Yeah, and, but, that, but I, I, he was like, one more question, and I started, and he tried to, tried to come over me, and I pushed back, if you don't <laughs> mind. And I, and I asked, which I just admitted was not my best question. But then he got his question in, yeah. and, and his question took three minutes. Um, but good for you. Take up the space. Go for it. Love it. Respect. Love it. Um, last couple things here. Before, Doing a show. Before we get out of here. Uh, I thought Potash was great today, too, by the way. Every time he yeah. asked a question, it's exactly what was in my head. Mark Potash oh, was Potsy, in my head. Well, and Potsy's best thing he did today was he was he, he was counting down on Twitter the start of the press conference every minute. He posted a new photo of nothing. <laughs> 15 minutes away, 14 minutes away, and it was another photo of the same podium. There was still nobody standing there. <laughs> I like people who amuse themselves during oh. the day. <laughs> and Mark Potash. me. Potsy, nobody's better on Twitter than Mark Potash. Nope. He's like undercover. Because he, he, I don't know, he feels like a straight man, but it's not really, but it, there's a lot going on there. Um, great man. <laughs> Love you, Mark Potash. What? Okay. Um... Kevin Warren's objectives, culture, continue to build that culture. Bring a heightened energy throughout the building. Championships, sustained success. That was one of the moments where if you mm-hmm. looked over at Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, they were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, so that was great. Um, over 20 people were interviewed for the job. Mm-hmm. Bears didn't want to announce anything in terms of who were who actually the candidates. Um, and then one significant football note that I actually could be its own separate show, and I maybe get into it deeper tomorrow. Um, but you know, at what was that one thirty-ish? We were talking to Ryan Poles today, and I asked him, "Are you worried about leave, losing to Ian Cunningham because he's supposedly a finalist in Tennessee?" Ron Pulse kind of sounded like a guy who was prepared to lose Ian. Like, yeah, I knew when I hired him he wasn't going to be here long. But 12 months, that's a little surprising. But he's ready for it. I have a plan in place. Um, of course, Ian Cunningham, the Bears' assistant general manager. Just since we started the show, though, it was actually right at the top of the show. Um, reports out there, though, that the Titans, Titans are hiring Rand Carthon from the 49ers, who was also a candidate for the Bears' job last year. By the way, so those are the only two GM jobs open, and doesn't appear that Ian Cunningham got either one. So that changed in the last few hours, and it, that's big because Ian Cunningham, as Ryan Pohl said today, probably not going to be a lot around much longer, but still big to have him here during this big off season that they're about to be in. Um, so that's significant news. There's only thirty-two of those jobs, so until you get one. You don't have one. So he sounds like he's going to be back. Yeah. So that's uh, that's good. All right. Any other final thoughts? Good, you guys. (laughs) Good. 
<laughs> I would just like to personally thank everybody in the chat for doing a great job today. It was fun. Uh, I'd like to thank Nicholas Moriano for picking me up at the Metro today. There are two Lake Forest <laughs> Metro stops. It's very confusing. Moriano came correct and got me at the right one. I was able to. Uh, uh, just the definition of a team player. Yeah, I mean, to team, team, He's team. Picking you up at the train. So this is what CHGO is, though. Yeah. We all build off of each other, work together. I, I did drive right. you down here, though. And then I'd like to thank Adam Hogue for giving me a ride to the studio tonight. We had some great phone conversations on the way down. Fantastic. I'd like to thank David Kaplan for joining us on our car ride. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. And I would also like to uh, put on blast the dude that I'm playing tonight at 9 o'clock on the tennis court. You're going down. I know you're the number one seed. I know you haven't lost a match, but I am coming for you whatever the hell your name is that i don't remember right now you are going down tonight i'm coming back from tennis camp i'm extending through on the forehand and you are going down wow wow can we please have that ready for tomorrow's show after he I'm loses gonna, oh God. i'm gonna get killed this guy's gonna work me i hope i get a game oh man but i'm coming for you you uh, hear that part guess who's gonna be sitting here tomorrow with us i don't know brick juice mr brick juice really i'm so excited brags um hey if you're not already a diehard go sign up we got my newsletter coming out in the morning with more on all this stuff uh from today plenty more thoughts by by the way uh open to everybody all we all gave our initial thoughts right away it's up on allcsgo.com you can go read that and uh talk about a love fest what Uh, everybody did you read what everybody wrote no. People, we, it was a lot of I'm about to read it. All yeah. like um, We also have Die Hard. So, tomorrow, newsletter in the morning, plenty more written content coming your way. AllCHO.com. Show tomorrow, back at noon. Greg Braggs will be here uh, with us in studio to give us his thoughts on everything that happened today. And then our Die Hard happy hour. Again, only open to Die Hards. We'll send out the information tomorrow. But if you are a Die Hard, sign up. We'll give you access to it. Virtual happy hour. Grab a drink. Come hang out with us. And we're going to keep those going throughout the offseason. Plenty more to talk about. So it's all coming your way tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter at CHGO underscore Bears. Ton of good content today. And we're working to kind of beef that up too. So make sure you're following us there. At Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at Nicholas Moriano. Good work by everybody, including Lawrence today, turning around the interview. Casey, social media. Good team effort today at CHL. And, oh, by the way, we got you covered in Paris right now, too. The White Sox guys are interviewing Dylan Cease. What a day it's been. Vinny's sitting down. Hey, Dylan, what's going on? Peck and company are just drinking wine, getting ready for Bulls Pistons. and Vinny shout. I mean. Gotta get the hot wine going. Will Gottlieb's got the best celebration in all of Bulls Twitter every time we win. Do, do Do you watch that? Oh, the little the cat, cat video. The cat. Oh God. Is that I his though? Video. It's no. It has been. It has been bequeathed to him by Steph. No. Okay. Stefan. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 That's no. correct. It's fantastic. Good. Good credit to Stefan. But that thing is. But so now it's cool. Will's. I love it. It's so good. Correct. Yeah. Will. Yeah. I mean, I can watch it like eight hundred times. I tried to show that to oh, my. Wife. I mean, also like Will. Will does different things with it. Like there's a there's one that's just all Dale and Terry dancing. There's one that's this. There's one that's that. Yeah, there's different. I, I different like when MJ's in there enjoying the tunes. Of course. I tried to show that and explain it to my wife one day. And it's not explainable. I yeah, can't. I couldn't explain it. She's like, I don't get it. Just, I'm like, just, just enjoy it. It, it just, just feel feels it. good. Yep. It's a good beat. Just enjoy It's kind of like this show. It doesn't have to make sense. Just enjoy <laughs> just it. Just feel it. Enjoy it. It's, it is what it is. Bears. Experience Bears. it. We'll be back tomorrow for you to experience it more. Noon. See you then.